Good day. It is so good to be back with you as I come to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, who died for us in our sins, that we may live again, tore the veil so we could have access to the Father through he who was seated at the Father's right hand as our intercessor, he who knows what you and I go through on a daily basis, all because he was willing to put down his deity in order to pick up his humanity to suffer and carry a rugged cross to Calvary for you and me. That is what Jesus did. No one has, will, or ever do it again. But he did it just for us. Amen? So today, if you don't mind, I want to speak to you from the thought of praiseworthy. And our main scripture can be found in Psalms 34, 1 through 3. And it reads as follows. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let's exalt his name together. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. Allow me to start like this. In today's culture, we see people praising many things with their mouths, actions, as well as some of them with the things they wear. We see people wearing and repping their favorite teams with hats, hoodies, and jerseys, women, men, and children alike, not only wearing team colors, but the names of their favorite players on their backs, which for a grown man is kind of interesting to me. And I say to women, be cautious and careful about a grown man wearing another grown man's name on his back. Maybe it's just me, but there's something wrong with that picture. But I digress. Even down to the hats. With slogans from political figures, many times this support and fandom turns into admiration and admiration into praise and worship of an individual that puts their pants and shirt on and walk just like you and me. Nothing more than a mere woman or man with talents and skills or a mouthpiece. But we see people praising and worshiping them and the ground they walk on and repping their gear proudly. What I don't see much of and haven't seen since the WWJD bracelets is gear that represents the one who is praiseworthy and should be worshiped and repped. I say to the ones that find themselves in this place wearing and praising and worshiping these sports figures or political figures. Be careful of your praising, your worshiping, and your fellowship of mere man. Remember, they are mere men and women, not God, nor should they be the idols of anyone, but just role models to their children. In the text, the psalmist is sharing with us what he is doing continuously with his mouth. I ask this question to you who are listening. If you were to write the next psalm in the book of Psalms, what would be your opening line? Great question, right? Even more specifically, what are you doing with your mouth or what's coming out of your mouth when times are good? What's coming out or what are you doing with your mouth when times are not so good? Lastly, what is coming out of your mouth when things are bad for you? When hardships and trials and tribulations and despair has come into your life? These are valid questions to ask today because there's so much strife and complaining, so much anger and arguments, so many shootings and discontent people today. So I simply ask when these situations come into your life or knocking on your door, what is coming out of your mouth? 
In our text, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. The text does not specifically speak of a particular time or when. It didn't say in good times. It didn't say in so-so times or bad times. It says all times. All times means and encompasses all times, good and bad, happy or sad, abundant or broke, together or alone. All times, day and night, morning and evening, sickness and in health, through frowns and through grins, in the midst of tears or the time of laughter. All times I will bless the Lord and praise him from my mouth. I ask, are you doing that? Are any or many of us doing that? Are people busy complaining than praising? Are people too busy bickering and responding to nonsense from others rather than blessing the Lord? Do you know in order to praise and bless the Lord with your mouth, that praise and worship or blessing the Lord has to be in your heart? Scripture says from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. The mouth speaks for the heart. If anger is in your heart, know your mouth will speak it. He better recognize I ain't been saved all my life. I'll take this religion off and show them who I am. If jealousy is in your heart, your mouth will speak it. She makes me sick. She thinks she's all that. If slander is in your heart, your mouth will speak it. Don't you know she has two men? Well, while you're slandering your neighbor to others, let them know you have three. Take the plank out of your eye before you attempt to take the toothpick out of the eye of someone else. If messiness or division is in your heart, you know your mouth will speak it. But also, if joy, gladness, peace, and happiness and praise is present, it will speak it as well. Now, please allow me to say this. None of us are perfect. As the old folks used to say, not now one of us is perfect. There was only one. And contrary to popular belief, it wasn't you or me. His name was and is Jesus. So there will be times that from your mouth and through your lips, there will be some things said that you can't take back that are not God or Christ-like. So let's be real. That's real talk. You're human and we are still God's workmanship. He's still working on all of us. But just because he's working on you doesn't give you a pass to spew filth, garbage and slander from your lips because there has to be some conviction once it's out. So if he's been working on you for a while, there still should be more goodness, worship and praise than filth, slander and cursing coming out of your mouth in the text. It speaks of blessings and praising coming out of the mouth of the writer of the text, David. I ask you to do this. When you're alone, take a minute to think about how much praise and blessings towards the Lord comes from your mouth. This is something we all need to do. Take inventory of our mouths more often. Check your tongue to see if there's more salt water or fresh water words leaving your mouth. Do you know when our mouths are attended, they speak words of uplifting, encouragement, sowing life into the lives of others that need encouragement. But in contrast, when it's left unattended and unchecked, our mouths have the capabilities of doing just the opposite, tearing down and not building up. I simply say we can tell and you will know what state your heart is in based on what's coming out of your mouth. Let me ask you this. When curse words constantly come out of your mouth, what condition is your heart in? Is it cursed? Just something to think about. 
In the text, the psalmist continues in verse 2. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Do you know your soul consists of your mind, your character, thoughts, and feelings? Our soul is our humanity that makes us feel emotions. The spirit is our deeper connection with the Lord when we believe in God and receive the Holy Spirit. In the text, what the psalmist is saying is his mind, emotion, and all he feels and is boast in the Lord. Why can the psalmist do and say this? Humility and thankfulness. Do you know when you humble yourself before the Lord and realize all that he has done for you, all he keeps from you, kept away from you, and kept from harming you, it should enable you to boast in him, in his goodness, his mercy, and grace towards you. I ask you, how many of you have traveled lately and made it back home without issue? You should boast in his traveling mercies. How many of you have seen his grace, God's resources at Christ's expense, giving you what you don't deserve? Then we should hear you boasting in his grace. How many of you have been in a hard or bad situation lately? And now you have peace. Then you should be thanking him, blessing him, praising him for the peace he has bestowed in you in the midst of turmoil. Those opportunities to bless and praise him daily are all around us in our daily lives. The steadfast love of the Lord never cease. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. Daily and every morning they are new. His mercies withholding what we do deserve. It doesn't say some days, but says every day. You get a new fresh start with his mercies towards you. I ask you this simple question. Why can't you pass that same mercy on to family members, friends, children, or a person that you've been upset with? God gives you a fresh start with daily mercies, which we don't deserve. Why can't you do the same and get rid of that 10-year grievance and grudge you hold towards someone else? My God, I'm trying to help somebody right there. Amen? In the text, it says, let the humble hear and be glad. Humility and a humble spirit is important. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. That's 1 Peter 5 and 5. Grace is given to the humble by Almighty God. Do you know humility gets God's attention and allows his grace to be abound on you? Do you know why the psalmist is able to bless, praise, be glad, and boast in the Lord? Because of his humility. Humility allows us to see God and others and take the mirror from in front of our faces where we can only see ourselves. Pride walks around holding a body-sized mirror that only reflects your image back to you, where you only see you. Humility shatters that glass, allowing you to see everything and everyone else except yourself. A broken mirror shows images of however many pieces it's broken into. Just know if it's a thousand pieces, that's how many times we should see God and others helping us along the way. Humility, if you don't have it, get it. Ask for it. Pray for it. God will truly assist you in obtaining it. Now understand, I didn't say give it to you. I didn't say bestow it on you. But I did say he will allow you to obtain it. Obtain it why and how? 
by what he will allow you to go through to get it. Because if he gave it to you and just bestowed it on you just as easily as you got it, you could lose it. But if you had to go through something to get it, you'll hold on to it. In the text, it says, let the humble hear and be glad. It specifically says the humble will hear and be glad. Not the proud, not the selfish, not the self-boasting, not the conceited, but just the humble. Humble yourself so you can hear and in hearing it will bring about gladness to you. Lastly, our main scripture says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. The humble can magnify his name with others who have humble spirits. If we all would take time to think, look back, reflect, and in our quiet times, allow the Holy Spirit to bring back to our memories, past, present, and what God is planning for us in the future, through us and for us. We too should be like David in the scriptures. I don't know about you, but when I look back and look now, what God has and is doing in my life, I can honestly open my mouth and repeat the words of the psalmist. And if you're willing to humble yourself, be honest with yourself and reflect, you should be able to magnify the Lord with me and exalt his name together. So if you're not too proud or shy or whatever excuse you want to use, I ask you to lift your voice with me and let's magnify the Lord together. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes his boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I believe when we lift our voices together, blessing, praising, boasting in and magnifying the Lord with humbled, unified voices, it pleases God. Scripture tells some, reminds others and informs the uninformed. God inhabits the praises of his people. That's Psalms 22, 3. So that means God, God rests in, sits upon, dwells within his people's songs of worship and adoration. I believe God deserves our praise of all the people and all the things on this earth. God, the father, God, the son and God, the Holy Spirit are the ones who are praiseworthy. Amen. As always, we hope you enjoyed today's message. We welcome your feedback. And if you were blessed by the message, please feel free to pass our podcast information on to both friends and family. We pray that you have an awesomely blessed day, and we thank you again for allowing us to share a word of God with you. To God be the glory. Amen. AAJ Pod, where the passion for Christ meets the purpose of Christ.